Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And welcome back to Cut to the Grace. I hope everyone's having a wonderful week. Happy November. I cannot believe it is November already. How has that happened? Ridiculous. Anyways, so on my podcast today, we not only have one of my best friends, but also one of Cut to the Grace's biggest fans. It's Brian Murray! It's sad because I am the biggest fan, aren't I? You really are, but I just love it. You're honestly just the best. So Brian listens to Cuts of Grace on his weekly walks with the cows in Ireland. Oh, we- walks or cycles. Or it depends cycles. what I'm feeling that day. <laughs> I love it. How are you? I'm just wonderful. I feel great today. It's half term at the moment, so I'm working at a secondary school at the moment, so I have a week off from school. So I'm enjoying my lions. It's been great. And how has the school been? Because obviously Brian is, Brian's one of those people that just goes from show to show. So I feel like going from like crazy musical theatre lifestyle in London to living like in the country, surrounded by the cows, working in the school, like doing all your bits. (laughs) It must be quite a nice transition to have a bit of a break. It is actually, and I think as well, it's it's been something that's really kept me like constant and like sane because I know Monday to Friday I'm going to be going into the school, and I have like a set of friends inside there who are just as theatrical as I. Do you know, like the teachers oh are? They're can performing as well. The, um, can you tell us the sick story? <laughs> oh my god! So when away the one about the kids outside, yeah. they might listen to this. They'll love it. <laughs> So one morning, because I was standing, like, obviously with the mask on and everything, like, looking pure scary, I'd say, like, a teacher. And there was <laughs> a group of secondary school kids, like, in second year. So they're probably, what year is that in England? I'd say they're 14, 13, 14. And they were sitting at a bench right outside where I was standing doing my COVID checks and whatever. And they were singing a song from six. They were singing, Don't Lose Your Head. <laughs> I can't remember what bit of the song was it. It was a. You you said soon my daddy said or something like that. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 So basically, they said the line prior to that, and they couldn't remember the next lyric. And I was like listening, and I was like, "This is my moment to shine." (laughs) And so I went over, and I went, and soon my daddy said you to try and get ahead, and they (laughs) lost their life. They were looking at me like they were they were bamboozled, like they didn't know where to look, and then I was like. I was like, I was like, yeah, I was like, I know six as well. I was like, I'm not a teacher. I was like, I'm actually a dancer. And they were howling. But yeah, so they, now they've turned into my friends. So I see them every single morning and we're always giving them each other the nod. We're like, hey, hey. Oh, I love that. <laughs> it's good. Yeah, I really like it because it's the same school I went to when I was in like in secondary yeah. school. So it's quite a theatrical school, uh, theatrical school anyway, like 
there's something for everyone in that school. Like they do a big musical every year. This year, this year they're doing Little Shop of Horrors. I have my own lectures on a Wednesday now. I do history performing arts with some of the kids. Do you? And yeah. Oh yeah. I teach uh, oh history gosh, performing you didn't tell arts. Me that. So, oh yeah. So uh, every week I focus on something different. So obviously October was Black History Month. So I was focusing on Alvin Ailey and his works and revelations. And I did a routine from Memphis and explained the story there because I used to work front of house at the Shaftesbury. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so just kind of delved into like the history of jazz and how it came from slavery and Africa and stuff. And yeah, they all really like it. They really enjoy it. So every week we do a different musical or a different genre. Bob Fosse's coming. Cats is coming. It's all oh, coming. The so dream. Yeah, That's I amazing. enjoy it. So it's you're fun. doing like, that it's great. and the COVID stuff. Yeah, so in the morning, I do my COVID officer in the morning, so from half eight to nine. And then at the lunch breaks, I do it as well. On the class changes, mostly I do it. But if I'm teaching, because uh, I cover PE as well, so I go in and play badminton or basketball or whatever yeah. they are doing. Um, and then I do my history performing arts on a Wednesday and I do the wellness day for the transition years. So I do like a dance class and a stretch and conditioning with the TYs, which is like 16, 17 year olds. And we've got like nine groups of them. So we're on group like seven of those now coming up after half term. So oh, yeah, we've I got loads that. to be doing. It's yeah. great. And like, I know all the teachers. So it is, yeah. it's really like nice to be back and to catch up with them and like tell them what I've been up to since school and stuff. And they love it as well. So I've, yeah. I've been enjoying it really. Yeah. Living a bit of a normal life. I was literally speaking to my friend Kelly about it yesterday. Like how it is actually like trying to change that perspective of being like, seeing the benefits of this time having dinner at a normal time like having time to like go for walks and like do a puzzle do things like that like it's just been you know a little blessing in disguise I guess um so Brian will you introduce yourself to the listeners tell us a bit about you tell us where you've been and how you've been there <laughs> so uh, I'm Brian. I'm Brian O'Mary. I haven't said that name in a while because I haven't been yeah. performing. Well, very um, professional. I know. So my name is Brian Murray, really. So when I went to get my spotlight name, I had to change it to O'Mary, which is basically just the Irish version because someone has my name. So <gasps> Brian O'Mary as a professional actor. Um, I grew up in Ireland and absolutely had a ball here, had such a good time. Moved to London when I was 18 to study at Bird College. But previous to that, I did the National Youth Music Theatre, where I met Grace yeah. doing Spring Awakening. Uh, and before that, I'd been in uh, West Side Story myself and uh, The Hired Man with NYMT. And then we did Spring Awakening together when I was at Bird. Then we met and had a great time and stayed friends. Um, and then I went to Bird, had a ball and then got my first job coming out and I went into Le Cage au Fall as Phaedra. Oh, um, the best what show a time. ever. What a time. And you, and you always pull out that chronic photo of my makeup looking <laughs> diabolical and put it on social media. I'm always like, that is so embarrassing because obviously you've got all the friends who have great makeup skills. So I'm like, you can't be showing them that. Um, but... We, we live and move. And then, yeah, so like I've basically been lucky to be working since then. So, yeah, that's kind of, that's and me. Was, was Hairspray after that? No, the producers, well, Mac and Mabel was next, the concert. Yes. Um, and then the producers, International, then Hairspray. 
then the Wizard of Oz, and then Cats. Oh my gosh! Do you have a favourite, <laughs> by the way? I don't. I don't think I've ever asked you that. Well, I think always my favourite would be hair. Will be hairspray. Yeah. Like oh, I don't think so. Uh, you. It's one. It's very me. It's very like smiley, smiley, and it's very high energy jazz, which I love. Um, but also it's a really special show to me because I got to go home and perform in my home country because it was a UK and Ireland tour. So I got to go to Dublin uh, to perform, which is obviously not where I'm from, but mm. I'm from Cork. But um, all my family got to come and like loads of people from like my secondary school where I'm working now, like loads of them came up and like Aww. just sent in stuff. And like, and like I hadn't even been in contact with them and they would just text me being like, come and see the show today. I'd be like, what? Like, it was just a really lovely week and to bring a show like that, which is, has such an important message and like, yeah, like such, just a good energy about the whole show and like, with people I just really had fun working with and bringing that to my hometown and like, sharing those experiences was just, that was the best summer of my life. Oh, <laughs> so much I fun. love that. Okay, <laughs> right, we're gonna do uh, your little favourite section Gratitude with Grace. Da, 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 da. Dun, da, da. <laughs> <laughs> so, Brian, I need from you. I'm sure you've already thought about it because your cuts of the Grace oh, I have them written back. down. <laughs> Do you? I have them written down. I haven't written down like these. These notes aren't from when you asked me to come on here. These notes are from like th- oh, these are from like that. the beginning. Because I was doing my own anyway. Like I was love thinking it. about it when you were saying, like, think of your own five. I was thinking of my own five. So yeah, I, they always it. change as well. Yeah, they so, change. So hit me. Hit me. So my first one, like number one, will always be family. Like I'm so thankful for this time to be at home. Like just coming back. Like obviously I love um, WhatsApp and all that kind of stuff, but it's just not the same as being in person. So yeah. my mom has like five amazing well she's one of the five she's four amazing sisters who I just I'm obsessed with like my aunties and all their uh, kids as well are like my best friends like they're my cousins but they're my best friends really first and foremost so yeah being able to come back and spend time with them has been amazing and also my nan and granda who live across the road who are my dad's mom and dad um they don't have any wi-fi or anything like that like so mm-hmm. it's been really nice to like because usually I only get to speak to them if they're perhaps perhaps uh happen to be in my home for dinner or whatever if I'm on FaceTime to mom if I'm away so it's been really nice like I go down every single day obviously with my mask on obviously through the window but I go down every single day and I make sure I chat to them yeah you painted a fence weren't you oh god I did the amount of jobs I did for them (laughs) this summer I painted all Nana's fences and my Nana like because it's a country farm like she has a, a really long driveway it's definitely a good like three minute walk down the driveway to her house mm. and like I had to paint either side of that uh for all the curbs the whole way down I had to paint oh. them white I li- by the end like at the f- at the beginning I was like really carefully like uh, yeah aligning it. by the end I was just <laughs> slapping that paint on like seeing what would stick I was like Rah! um so but yeah like I've been doing jobs for them and like obviously spending time with them has just been amazing so that's number one um also connecting with old friends like my when Ireland first broke their lockdown stuff I got to go and meet my old primary school class um because we were allowed meeting groups of four outside and by chance there was only four people in my primary school class 
would you believe I went no. to the smallest school ever <gasps> yeah like uh there was only when I first joined the school like obviously in Ireland it's nine years it's junior seniors first second third fourth fifth sixth um is that nine years no that's only eight years oh god <laughs> um but yeah so like there was only four in my class uh wow. so we all got to meet up and we went to the old primary school and we sat in the yard where we used to play and like we just had a catch up and it was just so nice and no one's everyone's like gone different like paths in life but it was just so much fun to hear about everyone's doing so family and friends and obviously I'm thankful for zoom and whatsapp and stuff to keep in contact with my London friends yeah um so that's kind of like my like that's like two that's okay. like family <laughs> and friends okay okay yeah. then <laughs> the school I have the school as one of my Aww. gratitudes because I'm just so happy to be like back in a space that brought me so much joy like growing up like obviously like there was trials there and like obviously I was growing up and you go through so much change when you're that age oh, and stuff but yeah on the whole like when I'm walking around I'm like oh that's where we did this or oh look that's yeah. the classroom where so and so like threw up or whatever yeah. like you have like funny memories and and it's just so nice to be back in that space and to see the next generation and like to look because obviously I'm kind of looking after them on the yard and stuff and I kind of see their problems as my own because yeah. I was in the same situation. So, yeah. so I'm like, okay, I'm like, I bring them to their classroom or if someone's lost, I'm like, here you go. Like, I know it's kind of nice. It's it's just, it's definitely something I'm grateful for in this like weird time. Really I'm like, nostalgic. Happy to be back. Yeah, I yeah. bet. And it's, it's kind of like a big, like, it's like brought, being, being brought back in time because the second I finished school, I moved to London. So mm. like a time capsule of my life, like Ireland, like finished at school so to come back now like when I'm brought back for this long length of time it's quite nice yeah and also like I bet that is just thinking as you were saying that like so many things that happened to me in my school years because I feel like I'm a bit of a goldfish I haven't got the best memory but I do remember like certain moments like when people have said something to me in like year six and it's really stuck with me and I can picture the whole scene I know where I was in the playground what bench I was on like who was next to me like and like certain moments that happen in your school days you I I can just see everything like things it sounds so cheesy but (laughs) when I got (laughs) I can't believe I'm about to say this so we did we were rocky right when I was at secondary school (laughs) and um it was me and a girl who's two years above me were up for the role of killer queen. And it's usually, Ooh. it's usually like if you're in year 10 or, or 11, you get the lead roles. And I was in year nine and I got the role oh. of killer queen. And no. I remember walking down the hallway because I knew the cast list had been put up on the, on the assembly doors. And I was walking down the hallway and I remember everything walking. And I remember my heart beating as if I was like about to, find my fate <laughs> and I was walking up the stairs and I could picture it I saw my name and I was like Grace Moe at Killer Queen I literally was like crying <laughs> <laughs> I was like and that's where it all began career dividing <laughs> but it is so like and all those things are such a big deal when you're there like I remember such even like deal. making such a big deal out of like if there was like a, a bake sale for like the like some like orphanage or something we were doing because I did a Belarusian orphanage project I used to do that when I was younger mm. um but we used to do bake sales and it was always like who would bring in the most <laughs> rice crispy cakes or like 
whose whose buns would have the most icing sugar and like the best design like it was like and it was like high stakes like everything yeah. was high stakes at everything was so, so high I, just, stakes. I remember like and even like running to the shop to get the last chicken roll like that was <laughs> like that was like war so like even, just to be there now and kind of watching from the sides like I feel like a fly on the wall because yeah I'm standing there like as like a teacher figure like with my arms crossed and a mask on <laughs> Like, I feel like I'm a fly on the wall watching myself grow up. Yeah. And it's, it's amazing. It's cool. I love that. Um, my other thankful things are uh, the gym and gymnastics. I've put them into the same category. Okay, I'll, um, I'll let you have that. Because cause they both start with G and they both start with gym. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I'm really thankful for the gym and gymnastics. Like, it's literally been something that's like really powered me through like it's given me like purpose in the day and like the gym I go to like is right across from the school and I go after school and like spend like two hours there whatever I do all my sessions and I've been lucky enough to like sign up with a PT over the summer and he's really pushed me to like be like fab again because I was injured for so long we'll get on to that <laughs> um mm-hmm. And yeah, so like, it's just one of those things that I'm really thankful for the gym and just for like meeting people like that I used to go to school with as well. And like meeting people that like new people as well, like I'm making friends in the gym, which is great. And yeah. uh, then gymnastics is a new skill I picked up. You know this. Yeah. Um, I love seeing I've all the progress had... videos. I know. Full like, on flips that... now. I can't believe it. Like your progress <laughs> is ridiculous. It's because like, I find myself like quite like I'm an avatar. Like I'm quite tall. Like I'm six foot two. So, like, it's quite hard for me to uh, feel like I can flip my body and stuff because I'm just big thundering, like, <laughs> piece of meat coming towards the runway. So, like, I was piece really afraid to join gymnastics. <laughs> I was quite afraid to join gymnastics, but, like, the people I go with, like, we Such just have community. some laugh. And they're just so motivational. Like, I remember when we were first doing, like, uh, like maybe like um, a front handspring off a block or something. I was like, no, nah, I'm going to stay on the kind of beginner's mat. And they were like, get over there. You can do it. Like, And I was like, yeah, I can. And then I do it, you know. And I think that's why the progression has been so vast and like yeah, Because uh, you just enjoy because... it so much as well. Yeah. And like, we're just having so much fun. Like I go every week and every week I sit in the car and I say to mom, that was the best bit of my week. And she's always like, oh, like, I'm like, that's been the highlight of my 2020 is going to gymnastics and like learning that new skill and really like pushing myself like physically and mentally. So that's been great. And then my last one is my health. I'm very thankful for my health because um, it's something that I think we all take for granted. Um, And I was listening to Louise Dearman only the other day on this podcast and she said her health as well. And I was like, do you know what? It's so true because our bodies are amazing. And I got a really bad injury in February um, in the show. I was doing Starlight Express in Germany and I ruptured my ankle. Um, and I think like literally my whole world just like stopped. I didn't realize how dependent I was on, on my body mm. because we are dancers and we are movers. And I'm like a gymnast, gym, gym support, like everything I do is like active, you know, walking, cycling, everything. So I think I never really was thankful for my body until that happened to me. Mm. So, um, I'm really thankful for that now. And obviously like with Miss, Miss Rona and stuff like that, like it's just important to look after each other and look after our own bodies. And, and I just think health is amazing when you have it, like 
you know you have it like it's just great so I'm thankful for bodies healing itself and getting me back to full health which I feel like I am now so it's good yes oh I love them they are so lovely thank you for sharing thank you, <laughs> thank what you. About you? <laughs> um do you know what I actually stopped doing me um because <laughs> I stopped doing me you're not grateful anymore no <laughs> I just found myself, I kept, re- I feel like I kept repeating myself. Yeah, you're repeating. Mean... Yeah, because mine are very like, <laughs> Yeah, you were repeating last. yourself. Yeah, um... Grace, I was about to say that to you, suggestion box, you repeat yourself. <laughs> no, I'm joking. No, but it's because like mine are over the last like couple of months, you know, so like, you can't yeah. have new ones every week. Yeah. You're grateful for what you're grateful for. Yeah, well, I am, I'm so trying I to you. do it every day, but do you know what? One thing today that I'm really grateful for is my local bakery's ice donuts. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, Ooh. they are, they are like the ice fingers? so good. Well, they do ice buns, but they're not great because they're just like bread rolls of icing on them. Like, ugh. yeah, yeah, nah. But the donuts are these like, they're like, oh, I can't even explain them. They're like thick donuts with like ice, a lot, a nice generous layer of icing, but they're quite wide. And there's just something about, I feel like, oh, really naughty, but like, I feel like the actual donut of the donut is like fried a bit. It's oh, like good. it's like a yum yum donut. And you know what? I'm not even a donut fan, but my brother's birthday there was like last week. Shout out Colin. Whoop whoop. <laughs> um and he uh his girlfriend brought down loads of Dunkin' Donuts and like two big boxes of them now. And I was like, Oh, I won't be I won't be having any because I don't like donuts. Like people trying to be skinny. <laughs> and then obviously the second everyone left the house, like I was fucking sniffing it. Oh, beep i was beep. <laughs> i was um i was sniffing in the box like you know and, uh, <laughs> i found one that like just changed my life it was a um what are they called oh i can't even remember now it changed my life and i can't even remember mm. it was like mm, what's it called oh it has that weird like tangy taste but it's like oh it's like brown do you know what i mean oh what, what a sauce it? what is it yeah, like, but inside the donut, like, it was a stuffed donut. Oh, like, um, the biscuit stuff. Exactly what that is. Biscoff. 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 Yeah, I love Biscoff. Biscoff Dunkin' Donut. Oh, and I swear, amazing. like, and you know what I was doing? It was the day, it was the day of ITV when they put on, ITV, Britain's Got Talent, when they put on Les Mis, Mary Poppins and, mm. um, and Phantom and I had, I was watching that. Like, I watched that on repeat. Like, I had that replaying. Yeah. And I was eating my Dunkin' Donut. And I was like, this is the life. <laughs> this like, is the life. I'm watching, I'm watching Step in Time and I'm eating a donut and I'm just living my fantasy. <laughs> so I am, I am supporting your, your donut frenzy. Thank you. <laughs> no um, yeah. Well, I think, yeah, I think that's, that's one today. Um, another thing actually is, um, I did a podcast just before this for so, as a guest and um, mm. I've got this new station, as you can see, I've got this little like desk going on that I've decided is going to be my like YouTube podcast workspace um, and behind, literally behind my laptop, I've got like a collage picture of like all my besties so it, it and pictures with them. So it's the picture of me and you at six. I don't know if you can see it. Oh, I'll, I'll show you after. Oh, the one... Yeah, and I but have it's a like, beard. I'm rocking a beard in that. Yeah, you've got a beard, and then there's like one with Lewis, Maya, Luke, Alex, Mary Jean, Jed, 
um a few people were saying but you know what i'll add them later but um, i made a little collage and then like made a frame and because the question that they were asking me um they were asking me about my time at gsa and i kind of like leant on my desk and like looked forward to think and i just like looked at the picture and like yeah mm. i know you're you were the only one who didn't go to gsa but you're you're honorary part of the family <laughs> and i was just looking at them and i was, I was like there oh. though yeah, you're basically that whole time. I stayed with you, remember, for the whole week in walking. Yeah, While I love you were at GSA. <laughs> we cuddled. Um, I know. So, yeah, I'm grateful, so grateful for my friends today and like having a little reflect on um, how great all of my friends are and how great a time we had when I was going through that whole crazy time of trying to get a degree in musical theatre. Um, I know. So, yeah, I'm going to have them as my two. I won't go, I won't bore you all with five but maybe next week i'll do five yeah i bored them enough at my five so no you didn't <laughs> you lovely. can go next week <laughs> <laughs> um so brian i wanted to talk to you on here about positivity and proactivity so basically like motivation because personally um I d- did you listen to mine and jed's one yeah of course yeah. i did of course you did um, on my cycle yeah i really crashed my bike and, yeah and you know how, like, we spoke about, um, if you haven't listened to the episode, go and have a listen. It's really fun. Um, we spoke about how all your different friends, like, serve you different purposes and things like that. And, like, I, I would definitely agree with that. I feel like my all of my, like, solid besties are, like, quite similar in terms of I can you know go for them for a go to them for a laugh a dmc a drink a rant whatever but i definitely feel like with you that i you are the friend that i always go to to be like i am in a rut and i need to get out or like i like not to put pressure on you <laughs> you're the one who helps me no I'm joking um but yeah again not to put pressure on you but i do feel like you are so amazing at maintaining a positive and proactive lifestyle um and obviously nobody's perfect. We've all been there. Um, but that's why I wanted to speak about this while like give the listeners the opportunity to reap some of the wisdom that you share. Um, so I wanted to ask you first what you, what those words, positivity and proactivity, or even just motivation in general, what that means to you? What, how would you define? This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. 
I'm not. I think like positivity, proactivity, all those kind of things like can be described and I like to describe them in my head when I kind of find myself in a rut or like find myself feeling low or like down. Like obviously musical theatre is my life. I love it so much, but I always kind of find something to like bring me back to like what when when something makes me happy like musicals I like to bring myself back to that to get myself out of that rut or whatever and like I always kind of find gems of like songs or like bits and bobs that will like bring back that positivity so the one that if someone says positively proactiveness I always go to the quote from my all-time favorite musical 42nd Street (laughs) and I will say the quote is there's a sunny side to every situation and it's the beginning of act two and it's it's that it's that number where everyone's in their own little pods and they're dressing yeah rooms, and yeah. the lights just like pop up and obviously it's a very visually pleasing number so but I always used to listen to it and I, I sing it all the time like especially when I'm like low myself and I'm just like there is a sunny side to every situation and it's like when your car is out of gas then you won't pass the red light mm. like all those kind of things like you know those kind of like little anecdotes and I think as well for me like I like to pass it on to my friends because like when I hear people's problems like people's problems are usually like huge for them but they are so sortable for someone else you know like when you talk something through like as you said with Jed like it just makes everything uh, like feel answered you know or like at least you feel like that's your therapy session done for the day and I kind of feel like when I listen to 42nd Street the sunny side to every situation anything I'm going through Anything I'm going through, I can find the positive to it. Yeah. And like, even for example, when I got so injured in in February at Starlight and like everyone, everyone in the cast, like, and if anyone from the cast is listening to this, they'll be like, yeah, we said that. Like everyone keep, kept saying to me when I came in every day, how the hell are you so positive about this? Like you're handling this so well. Like what, like blah, blah, blah. And like, even when I lost the job then I'd come home, like everyone kept saying to me like I can't believe how well you've taken this and stuff like that and I yeah, was like yeah including me yeah, there's, there's a yeah but there's you called there's, me up and I was like be, yeah you, I called okay. you the day of <laughs> I was about to go into an audition and I was but I just felt like you were just like updating me on some information that had happened like weeks yeah. and weeks ago but it literally happened on that day and I was like are you okay you sound like absolutely fine <laughs> Yeah, I think it's important to like talk about that because like it's something I don't want to like block out of my life. It definitely mm. happened. Oh like, yeah, yeah. I definitely got so injured that they I had to lose my job there. Yeah. You know, and like I've never thought I'd be in that situation. Like, so I think the way I kind of thought about it was that like, okay, I'm injured now. Like, this is a sign my body needs to rest. Like, I need to, I need to chill out. Like, because I went from cats, I had a week break. I came home and then I auditioned for Starlight. I flew over for one day to audition for Starlight. And then I got that job and I had to start two weeks later. My body hadn't time to recover. Like I was pro- the reason I got injured was probably because I was still exhausted from life. Mm. So like, um, like I kind of feel like when I got injured and that happened, I was like, well, do you know what? Like I've made such good, I was there for six weeks. Like I literally had such a good time there. I made so ma- so many amazing friends. Like what was going to happen was going to happen. And my main priority was getting better for myself for like, yeah. Not just for Starlight, but for the rest of my life. Like, not just for mm-hmm. performing, like, for life. So I was just, like, really making sure I was okay. And I think what kept me positive was, like, just, like, knowing that whatever was meant to be would be. Like, what's meant for you will not pass you by. So if I was meant to be there and meant to stay there, I would have stayed there. And obviously, I wasn't meant to stay there. So I yeah. came home. I recovered. 
like luckily for me in a way the industry was on pause because I know like it took me five months to recover like I wasn't recovered till well into July Mm. so like I think for me like that was kind of a a good thing in a way because I know if if I if my cast had opened in Starlight and if everyone else was moving on with their lives and getting jobs and booking gigs and going out in freedom and having their best time mm. like I would be so sad like I would be at home with my leg up in the air like crying like no yeah. <laughs> so I think in a way like that kind of happened in like a good time for me and then like another quote I love living by is a sweet charity get up get out and get up and get out and do it like it's true like when the second that like I could get up and get out and do it like I then flipped it around and I said okay how am I going to come back from this which is when I set up my page my private page which I won't reveal the name because people can't follow it Uh, I set up basically I set up an Instagram page for my friends just to kind of show the comeback and like um like for myself as well to show my progression and it's something I look back on now I still update it all the time but something I look back on now being like oh my god like I was still so like um restricted at the beginning like I was doing lots of Shout out to Gabby Coca. I was doing lots of barcore oh, and Harry those. Francis. I was doing a lot of body Francis art. So good. Um, yeah. So good. Like, and they were amazing because I wasn't able to jump and have high impact. So it was, it was great. And I think like proactive for me as well as like the tough decision to like come home and like stay here. Cause like proactivity can be as well, like just making sure that like you're okay for now. And I just know as well that like, me being home since March and still being here and still being here until after Christmas is definitely the right decision for now because for me as well, like obviously London is an amazing theatre scene and like, but I grew up in Cork. So there is a Cork theatre scene and it's, it's fab as well. And I always kind of feel like I ran away from that. Yeah. And like, I never kind of dipped my toes into Cork theatre. So yeah, I just kind of feel like that's been a great proactiveness for me as well to kind of, reach back to those stage schools and I've been teaching there and I've been doing workshops and I've been like meeting all fab people that like I necessarily haven't since I graduated or whatever so in a way like the proactiveness of staying home and getting the job at the school and working at stage schools has also been a part of like keeping myself positive and showing that there's other ways of doing things than being in London because I kind of feel like a lot of people would be in the same situation where they're not in London now and, and not performing in these concerts and not performing in these gigs. But there are so many other ways to like be proactive and positive than to be there doing those things. And obviously they're amazing and I love them. I tune into as many as I can. Yeah. <laughs> like I love them. I was watching the Olivier's last night and like I always watch your concerts like when they're online and stuff like I'll always tune in. So like I love it, but there's also another way of doing it, which is what I've done for myself 100%. here I feel for now and also another quote from musical everything in life is only for now from Avenue Q oh I love that song and it's true Da-da-da. it's true yeah and do you know what Brian like I actually feel like usually when if you would well my I, I say this because my whole like I feel bubble in life like a lot of my best friends are from musical theatre because they're the people I've connected with and I've wanted to keep them on my life journey. Like I've still got a few friends who don't do it, but you know. Um, And I feel like whenever you have these kind of conversations, like how do I get out of this? How do I get out of this feeling or this rut or this situation? A lot of people would actually usually say, 
you need a break from musical theatre. You need like um, you need to find things that you like outside. Mm. You need to find another job, like a side hustle, or you need to like just bring yourself back to the present moment, whatever that is. Go for a walk, enjoy a bath, etc. Which I am one hundred percent all for. But I've never actually heard anyone say what you've said and say like looking at theatre in such a different way and also I guess like reminding yourself why you fell in love with it and going into musical theatre to help you get out of whatever situation you're in for example listening to songs that you really love that have a great message like watching shows and like reminding you of why you fell in love with it it in the first place and why you decided to do it like I haven't ever heard anyone say that to help you be positive you have to like look into it to help do you know what I mean yeah um so I, yeah, I, I get find it really interesting and actually really nice and obviously like I feel like hopefully if you're in any kind of situation that you're strugg- struggling to get out of or feeling quite negative or down you have it within yourself to decide how you want to like which which way is right for you whether you need a good old stagey album on while you're having a shower or whether you need to just switch off and take a like take some time away from it to realize there are other things in life um so you know it's nice to see that there is a kind of way to try and shift your mindset even when you're in it um I found that really interesting um Mm. so there's a question um obviously not dwelling on it too much uh but like there is no way we can not talk about the current climate um Alex Lauren Roy on Instagram has asked you, how have you stayed proactive and productive during lockdown? So I guess like, obviously you've said about everything you've been doing and things you've been grateful for during this time. But like during this time, has there been any specific things in like a toolbox that have been practical ways to help stay proactive or positive or motivated during this time? I think definitely getting up and having like a like a not a purpose but like an agenda for the day like has really kind of kept me on track and like I'll always wake up first thing I'll do is check the weather see if I can get some outside time in and I'll check like if there's like if there's rain clouds for like 10 11 12 if I see that little break between one and two like I'm like yeah I'll be outside walking and that time listening to cut to the grays yes (laughs) do you know like it's one of those things that I'm like I'll always make an agenda. Like I'll always find time to do a bit of exercise, whether that be dancing for like myself or dancing for like TikTok or whatever. Like I'll TikTok always find sensation. myself doing, doing it like something fun, like, you know, yeah, like something yeah. for me. And I also find doing something for someone else as well. is always really rewarding. Like for example, today, like my mom, it's her birthday today. Happy birthday, mother. <laughs> and she went for a walk with her friend and I was like, right, I'm going to do a blitz of hoovering around the house for yeah. for when she comes back. And like, obviously I haven't seen her yet because I've been recording this since she's been on the walk. I can see her walking around the house, but um, uh, like doing something for someone else maybe, or like even just like checking in with some pals or whatever, like proactiveness can be seen in so many different ways. Even cooking something for yourself, like, like my favorite thing to cook is like a, a Greek yogurt breakfast that I love with a bit of dark chalky and a bit of strawberries and blueberries yeah. and cashew nuts like I love it like it's fab and I think as well all those proactive things like can 
that is how I stay proactive. Like just doing something for me and something for something else. Like it's like take take a little, give a little, you know. And I think yeah, that's what oh, I like that. really gets me through like everything. Like take some time for yourself, but also give some time to someone else or help someone with something. And I think that is how I would say proactive. And that's what's going to get us through these months where we're not doing what necessarily a lot of us would want to be doing. Like mm. if you do something for you and do something for someone else, you've had a great day, haven't you? Yeah. So I just think it's good. Yeah, love that. That's my answer. Proactive. Stay proactive and do something for yourself and someone else. <laughs> yes. No, that's great. Um, And going back to your absolutely wonderful career, has there been any moments in your career obviously well there has for everyone I guess um but any specific ones that stand out for you where you've struggled to maintain this amazing attitude that you have um and how did you overcome that yeah I think um definitely the answer to that is yes and the the answer is very recent actually it was it was a before Starlight my job was cats um and I think I probably spoke to you about this Grace when I was there but I was a swing and like I was listening to to Chris Parkinson and, and you on the podcast as well and you were talking about being a swing and I was like nodding my head and I was agreeing and when that video came out Life of a Swing that he did everyone check it out on YouTube swipe up for the link <laughs> uh, <laughs> it was like it was like something that really rang with me but also on another layer, I was away, like I was on an international tour. Mm. And something that Chris was saying that I was nodding to along last week was he was saying like, oh, sometimes you get up and you do your day and then you go into work and you might necessarily be on. So you're in the dressing room and you're chilling and like, like not saying it's easier to be in a show in the West End or to be in a show on a UK tour, but I feel like what like kind of like a dark point on my like time on cats like as much as I really enjoyed when I was on and like I got to go on for so many different characters and had so yeah. much fun like even the picture you shared like was me as Skimbleshanks and yeah. like what a fun what a fun Love time like I had a great time yeah like what all a ball so like yeah so I used to send you all of them <laughs> yeah every time um, Brian made a debut I'd get like a new video and I'd be like oh Brian made his debut as McCavity today <laughs> I could do you You know you have the video of you it's doing the mega six with all the queens <laughs> yeah. I could do the mega ball I could oh do the ball oh my gosh please oh will I do it do um it. so stay tuned uh <laughs> like I feel like when when I wasn't on on an international tour I found it harder I'm gonna say and like some people might disagree but I just feel like when I knew I wasn't going to be on, like I knew everyone was healthy, like it was Monday evening, like I knew everyone was going to be healthy. They're going to get through Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Like I was like, maybe I'll get on at the weekend. Maybe I will. We have double shows. Like, so it was just that kind of thing of like, we woke up in a different country on the mm. other side of the world, different time zone. I couldn't meet my friends for a coffee or for lunch or yeah. for anything, a walk, nothing. So like, obviously I had my friends in the cast, which I adore and I had a ball, but obviously we were together for nine months. So like some days, you know, you'd, you'd want to see your Aunt Dionya or like, yeah. your, do you know, like your friend that's in a different show or yeah. your friend that's not in musical theatre at all. So I feel like that was where I struggled the most when I wasn't in the show doing what I was there to do. I was a swing, so I was w- ready to go on, but not on. And it was those like days of like, okay, so I have a full day now in Manila in the Philippines, which is obviously amazing. But like, I've been to the temple. I've been 
here I've been there like I've no one to meet like I can't do anything and now I have to go into work and watch everyone else get ready and watch everyone else on stage while I sit down in the dark backstage and sing live every night like the click track like we didn't have a click track on cat so we sang live the swings in the booth so we would just be like stuck in this like dark corner of a room for maybe five days in a row, like Monday to Friday, you know, without being on at all. Mm. And I think those were the the dark points, but also the moments where, like, I always say, like, my friends from my time on cast, like, the swings, like, we have a special bond. Like, we all went through that kind of, like, yeah. thing. And there were seven of us, because there was, obviously, it's such a high dance show, like, there's going to be injuries. So there were seven swings. So, like, we just, some days we had such a good time, but then other times, like, we were all struggling and, like, really just wish someone would just like fall down the stairs I mean, like, obviously not obviously not but like there were some days where we were just like please like please go off like please let me go on stage because I'm just so like I really need to perform now you know yeah. and I think that's where that's where I had like a moment where I needed to try and dig myself out and say like yes I'm so thankful to be in this job and like this is a great job and when I go on it's amazing but I think it's also important to highlight that it's always not just it's a jolly holiday with Mary like skipping through the park you know it's like <laughs> yeah you're there are some days where you're way. just like yeah. yeah and I think that was a big realization for me like I never felt that way before or I never thought that I could feel that way from my job or mm. I never felt that I would feel that way from my job so yeah. I think that was a big learning curve for me and I'm thankful for the experience now like moving forward but at yeah. the time it was hard <laughs> yeah I love that. Um, yeah, I, I can I can remember the phone calls and me being like, I just mm. felt so helpless because I was like, I want to help you. But the time differences yeah. and all that stuff were just so tricky. Yeah, um, like most of my friends didn't wake up till like 4 p.m. Like when we were yeah, like, away. So, you, so like my whole yeah. day. So by the time I went to work, like everyone was only waking up. Yeah, so and you couldn't sit during the show and FaceTime your friends or do anything because, no, you're, because singing. you're singing. Yeah. So it's such hole. a different, yeah, the dark <laughs> hole of harmonies. Trying to be like bright and merry going, skin shanks, while you're literally like crying in a dark hole. <laughs> oh, I love it. What a time. <laughs> um, but no, good on you for overcoming that and also acknowledging that, yes, you were so grateful to have, be a swinging cats. It's one of the, like the hardest jobs I think there is in musical theatre. But you're allowed to feel that way and like, you know, your yeah. feelings are valid because that does sound tough and it does sound hard doing that and watching everything around you um, and doing that. But you know what? I bet your voice is super strong from it. You've been doing loads of singing during lockdown. Oh, that was singing. Those notes are high. Yes. Like, oh my God. In and you're on the teller line, right? Oh my god! Like I was up in the sky. I actually remember one of the boys, Liam. Like he was. Going, I'm actually. I'm shaming him now on the podcast. But he was like one day he kept because he was singing in the bass line and he kept saying to me like because he's a tenor as well, you know. Well, he's like he says he is until this moment. So then he was like, um, he was like the tenor line because I used to always be like, oh, I need to drink some water. I need to do like a cool down like because that was quite high, like you know. And me yeah. and the other tenor, Barry. Barry, Barry and I used to laugh so much. Like every time we'd hit the high notes at the end, you know, I saw you as a uh, Luna yeah. at GSA. <laughs> Big up Luna! Oh gosh, let's not talk about um, that. <laughs> so like at the end, like of when the addressing of cats is on, and like mm. the tenor line at the end is high, and like any time we'd like hit the note and sustain it for those beats, like me and Barry would give each other a high five, 
And like every show without fail, we'd be like, yeah, we did it. And um, I remember Liam one day was like, the tenor line isn't even that hard. Like, let's give it a go. And I was like, all right. I was like, sing it, sing it then. Like actually sing my line for the whole show. I dare you. And no joke. And it makes me laugh to this day. He was off for the next two days with no voice. <laughs> oh, Liam. <laughs> I know, bless him though. But it's just because obviously it takes like a while. I have amazing voice notes, voice notes of Luke. Luke will be laughing if he listens to this. <laughs> uh, when we were rehearsing, because Luke's um, Grace's best friend uh, and I were both on the show together. So we sat with each other learning and I have there was the most amazing voice notes of him cracking. Like when we were singing <laughs> different... Uh, I have one of him singing at the end of a... Uh. Um, the what's it called? You know the gum, uh, the rumpus cat. Like, uh, what's it called? You know the one I'm on about. What the Jenny Lauren one? All hail and all power to the great rumpus cat. Oh yeah, yeah. So there's oh my god, there's the I have the best voice in all Luke cracking on that. But like <laughs> that was it. Like you had to, we had to get into it. You know. Yeah. Like, you oh yeah. To, like, it's the exact same with my my because I'm on the top line in Juliet and like. The beginning, learning it in rehearsals, I was like, how am I going to do this for eight shows a week? But when it gets to yeah. your, into your voice, you're like, okay. And then you're like moving around to like help it come out. And, you know, it does get there. But yeah. um, so it, I guess it does help strengthen in your voice. But I do think I and need I've to make keeping it up. I think yeah. you were going on to that. Like we did, um, we did our duet on my we YouTube did. channel. So. I know. As long Thanks as you're mine. Uh, Go check it I out. I set up my YouTube channel like in... Um, in lockdown just because I the mic I'm recording on now is my Blue Yeti mic on I got off Amazon and like I just said you know what like I'm going to try and keep up the singing because it is something that you do need to keep up and I just said you know what I'm going to set up a YouTube channel I'm going to try and release a song like every Sunday like during the lockdown we had here in Ireland so I yeah. asked like a friend to sing with me every week and we just had a good time and now I'm kind of starting to do my own stuff and just every once yeah. in a while I'm just like yeah recording my own songs so it's nice to kind of like keep it up and also to keep like sharing because I know there'll be some people that it'll it'll come up they'll come up on their timeline and it'll make their day yeah or they can scroll past it you know they might want to hear it like yeah. that's fine as well you didn't, know? So. didn't your was it your cousin had us on in her staff room yeah so my yeah. cousin is um a frontline worker for she was on the COVID ward up in Glasgow um, and she was playing myself and Grace up in the staff room on her break in Glasgow and she said it made all like the nurses and doctors day so what what a great thing and that's that's exactly why I set it up you know like for people like that to hear like because I've loads of all my like family are so supportive so they share with all their friends and Mm. they loved it and my local like news page shared it like every week and it was just something that people really loved. Like people that I didn't even know were commenting on the local news page being like, look forward to these every week. And I was like, that's so nice. Oh, you know? I didn't know that. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. So it that was good. Amazing. Like, and it was just, it was fun to do. And I enjoyed yeah. it too. Cause it was getting me tech savvy. Cause I'm not tech savvy. Yeah. So it was getting me like tech savvy and just getting me like keeping the voice going. And yeah, so it was good. Love it. Amazing. Okay, before we go on to our um, quick fire questions, uh, it's Iconic Lily on Instagram asked a question that I wanted to ask. Um, what inspires you in life? To finish off this Lily, lovely iconic. conversation. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> Iconic Lily. That is that is a username. <laughs> it's Iconic Lily. This is your answer, girl. What inspires me? I think what inspires me is, um, I think... 
resilience is something that really inspires me. Like some someone that doesn't give up. I think like w- be that in any sense of the word. Like someone who doesn't give up. Like for like learning something for school or like learning keep failing their driving test and keep going or yeah. someone who's like like any anyone who's resilient really inspires me like i just find those people iconic lily i find yeah. them, it's iconic lily like they are <laughs> i think resilience is something that really inspires me and i try and bring into my own life like if i don't i always try and push myself to the max like mm. anything i do um, and yeah. that's something that inspires me and also like in a musical theater sense of the world like one inspires me like literally i was watching it only yesterday like um just old musicals and like how people dance back then in comparison to now and like how it was just so like raw and like um like the movements were theirs and like it's not like now I think I feel like yeah we're all like we're recreating what they did in the past so like yeah even something because like obviously when I'm doing my history performing arts at the secondary school like I'm learning stuff as well and like something as so inspirational as like I was like looking up where jazz dance came from and it came from Africa and slavery and it came from a dance called the Patan Juba, which was like basically like loads, like it was an African tribe and they basically were getting uh, different rhythms and playing with syncopation and which wasn't ever done before. And I find like that really inspiring, like the roots of what I do now, like, and they said like Patan Juba inspired tap, it inspired Mm. jazz, like it inspired inspired everything. So something like that, like, that inspires me like seeing how things have developed and where things come from originally and yeah so just proactiveness and resilience and originality inspire me yeah (laughs) I love that originality yeah um amazing um cool here we go so because I know that you listen to the podcast I have found some <laughs> questions that you haven't heard before because I know that oh, you no. answer them in your own head when you listen to it. <laughs> so, um, first one, are we ready? Yeah. Three things that make you smile. Disney, food, and musical theatre. Yes, <laughs> love. <laughs> One thing life has taught you recently. I think what same answer is what I said to Lily. Resilience. Yeah. In- Keep on tugging that boat. Keep on <laughs> going down that steamboat Willy. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> steamboat Willy is the original Disney. I'm not saying. <laughs> oh really? How did you like? Yeah, that's like steamboat Willy. That's the very Steamboat Willy is like the very first Mickey Mouse like movie. Oh my gosh, I did not yeah. know that. Yeah. Fun fact. I think this time has taught everyone about resilience. <laughs> yeah. And I think what also as well, sorry, like this is quick no. far. As yeah, no, 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 go, go. But like um, just the resilience of our community, like theater community. Yeah. I found that so inspiring. Like, yeah. And that's it. Like resi- it's really taught me the, the value of resilience. That's what it's taught me. Yeah. Love that. Um, When was the last thing you tried something new? And what was it? When was the last? Uh, gymnastics. Yeah. And uh, when was it? Like three, like August. Nice. Have you have you tried any like new recipes or anything? Um. Well, I definitely tried <laughs> to switch away from milk. I'm not trying to drink ah, milk anymore. Yeah. So I've switched to like oat and almond milk. So yeah. I've really enjoyed that actually. Just like to because obviously like I I want to try and be more like 
obviously I'm quite an eco warrior myself anyway. So I'm just trying to like branch out and see any other ways I can help. And yeah. like, obviously I, I live opposite a farm and we don't like have cows anymore, but we used to, do you know? And like, mm. I just kind of feel like that's not, because I meet cows every single day on my walks. Like yeah. I just want to make sure that they're okay. So Aww. almond and oat milk is something I've been trying. <laughs> Love it. Love that. Um, a weird quirk that we don't know about you. Um, I <laughs> exposing. <laughs> I used to have a lazy eye. <laughs> really? Yeah, Actually, I feel like we might like... have spoken about this because I do you remember you I had two. Have. Yeah, I had two lazy eyes, and I had to go. Yeah. <laughs> Did you have the little piece of paper with the dots on it in the opticians? N- uh, yeah, but like kind of different. Like I still go to the opticians now, but I used to have a patch over my eye and they used to, um, they used to like every day, like my mom used to sketch on, they, they used to have these like little, um, stickers that you like, like lions and tigers or whatever and bears mm-hmm. oh my. And they used to like, you used to have to get a knife and you used to have to like scrape the sticker onto the eye patch and I used to wear it on my eye. Aww. So I used to go into school like with a a little like tiger on my eye or whatever I wanted whatever I was feeling that day it was so cute but there was another girl in my class of four in my primary school there was another girl with the same patch (gasps) so two out of four of us had patches so actually it was a trend (laughs) I still cannot get over that four people in your class amazing that's my quirk I used to have a lazy eye but I fixed it I love that and where would you go if you were invisible I would go backstage at every single theatre on Broadway. Oh, love that. And I would be, I would like watch everything from the wings, like to anything what they were doing. I, I find that fascinating. Yeah, that would be awesome. Love. Um, do, I, I think you answered this earlier and I was like, oh man, do you believe in fate? Yes. I yeah. <laughs> I just think yeah like in in different sense of the word like yeah I feel like you're meant to meet certain people in certain times of your life yeah like people come in for a reason and it's like wicked P- people come into our lives for a reason but they do oh my Aww. god I'm, I'm all the quotes all today all the quotes today but they do I know I'm, how I'm, are you I, thinking I, I of know, these I'm happening? rubbish at it I don't know I love um, it but yeah so like yeah just like that yeah love it um and actually this is one I have asked before but I feel like you could give a really good answer what is your go-to meal I'm intrigued is it your sweet potatoes um, with like massive burgers on the top do you remember you sent me that I was like that is so much food it's like corn on the cob sweet potatoes green veg and then two burgers on the top I was like, do you, do you want anything else to that? You had every every type of food group. I was like, yes, Brian. I think. Um, <laughs> I just love food. Me too. You know, my like go-to, like absolute fave, like never going to give you up, never going to get you down <laughs> is lasagna. You just can't go wrong with lasagna. Really? Yeah. I, do lasagna you know what? I haven't some, had like, it for ages. Dirty ass greasy chips. And some my garlic bread. My mom made bread. one last week. Oh my God. Like what a time to be alive it's just like the balance between the pasta sheets and the, that kind of like creamy sauce mm. and then just like the little bit of like meat or corn meat if you're vegetarian um and just like yeah it's just it's just a, a good time oh, a good time. hungry now i'm gonna go to the shop get some get some lasagna 
Do it. Um, and the last one, if there was a musical about your life, Brian Murray the musical, who would you have play the title role? I think um, who would get to play would definitely be uh, Lucas Graybell, Gray, Graybell, Graybell from um, High School Musical. He played Ryan in High oh School Oh my musical. gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just because I always wanted to play Ryan. Yeah. Because I kind of felt like that was what I was like. Like, I'm like that. You so literally are Ryan. I feel like he would do a good job of playing me. Because yeah. <laughs> he did a good job of playing Ryan. <laughs> I loved your um, Ryan and Sharpay TikTok. Thanks. That was with my friend Hannah. She's an icon. So, yeah, we said we'd do that for the last. <laughs> I love it. What is your TikTok? We need to get everyone to follow you. Oh Lord, my name is the same on every social media platform. It's just it's Brian Murray. Very like Yay! it's iconic, Lily. Yeah, we have the same. We have the same thing. Uh, so it's it's Brian Murray. So yeah, I think you should add iconic. My, it's everything. iconic Brian Murray. It's iconic Brian Murray. That'd be very long though, wouldn't it? Yeah, memorable though. <laughs> maybe maybe just it's iconic Brian. Yeah, that would be cool. <laughs> just for one day, just for Lily. No. Oh, well, thank you for them. They're great answers. And thank you so much for coming on today. I hope it's been everything you've ever dreamed of. <laughs> I, it was. I'm I, I, I was just saying to Grace there, was I, did I say it on here and I say it beforehand? I was like, what am I going to do now? Like, I won't have anyone to listen to because I'm not listening to myself. Yeah. I was like, I won't have any more. I've listened to them all. <laughs> just listen to yourself. Or yeah, to it. be fair, there's like loads of great podcasts that I'll let you listen to just for this one week. Okay, I'll send you, you a so list much. of my recommendations if you want. Okay. <laughs> Don't say I'm here. I feel like you'd really like The Guilty straight. Feminist, actually. And uh, When Life Gives You Melons. I'll, I'll send them to you. Maybe if anyone okay, wants do. to know my podcast recommendations, let me know. And also, if you would like to send in your gratitudes or graces, I just realized I didn't read one out today. Um, but please email them in, cuttothegrace at gmail.com. Just five things you're grateful for um, that you thought of when you were listening today. Um, and let me know who you want to see on it. If you enjoyed this episode and everything else, go and follow Brian. Uh, and we will see you next week for another episode. I love you, Brian. Love you. Thanks for coming Thanks for on. Me. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>